I am now traumatizing Rob with, uh, with with horror commercials. Oh, that was oh hilarious. god, that was awful. That was hilarious. That the trailer is rather not commercial. That yeah, trailer. trailer, I I could. Mm. I don't even remember what the trailer was for. I just I know no, Rob doesn't it's like not Poltergeist. He doesn't it's, like horror movies at all. I don't. I don't like horror movies. When's, I wasn't expecting a horror movie. What was thing. the last horror movie you saw? Last horror movie, probably The Ring. That was. I wild never. Ago. I never saw The Ring. I saw The Ring. This was a horrible idea. This is not quite one time at band camp, but it was one time on band trip. Okay, close enough. Um, okay, which jazz is close. Band? Is it, is it uh, jazz band? This was actually the entire music association for my high school. Okay, we which took is a, a lot of people. That's a lot. Yeah. My high school had 1,800 kids. We had 300 alone in the band program, and then we took the orchestra and the choirs. Okay. And we took the entire music association down to Florida to compete in... Various things. Uh, it, it was Universal Studios. They had a, cool. a music competition. Um, and we went and competed as the wind ensembles, the jazz bands, the chorus, the orchestra, everything. Mm-hmm. And we decided to drive down there in charter buses, which is fine. But for some odd reason, on this 24-hour bus ride, we decided at 3 a.m. to watch The Ring. Because that's a good idea. That's, that's, a, that's awesome a great idea. idea. So you're, you're on a bus, a charter bus. I'm on a bus. Watching The, the Ring. Ring. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would Could be possibly almost the best situation. That's because true. You're constantly around people. I was gonna say it's hard to pay attention to just you the movie. Could, you couldn't fall asleep on that bus. Like you yeah. tried. People were laying down in the aisles <laughs> trying to sleep. It just wasn't happening. So you hate horror movies and fuck yeah. And then what happened for people who are listening don't know is that we went to go see Age of Ultron, which we'll talk about later. It's true. Yes. We're, we're we're getting into that a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, this yeah. episode sixty five will be filled with spoilers. Oh yeah, we should probably say that later. <laughs> yes. Mm. So we're sitting there for the trailers for the eleven p.m. showing on Thursday night. What did they show before that? They showed like Tomorrow Tomorrowland, which I'm I'm down with. I kind of want to see it. So good. It, it does. I'm it, it, it at least looks entertaining. It could be crap. I'm, oh, I'm and, gonna be. Could be it could be really shite. bad. Yeah, but not. I like Clooney. He's a handsome yeah, man. Say, it, it, it could is, be yeah, like this uh, is true. it could be like Spike. It's terrible movie, entertaining. Yes. Okay. But anyway, so we're sitting there, and you know, Tomorrowland preview just gets over with, and then suddenly, I think it's like it's tiptoe through the tulips. Oh, yeah, and, and it's it's about like a little girl who like has broken her legs or something. It was your typical ghost scary movie. Uh, it's like it's. Insinuous or something like that. Three. Oh, Insidious. Insidious three. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what the trailer was for. And as soon as the trailer starts, and we can tell it's a horror movie, Rob's just like, "You gotta be kidding!" Me. And we're done. Oh, no. And we're done. And I'm like, "Nope, nope, peace out." Nope. And then there's a jump scare. And I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope." You know what? My nope. uh, my if I'm if the trailer is too intense or if the movie is too intense, my trick is, hmm. you look right below the TV screen or the movie screen. Yeah. I just close my eyes. Yeah, but then everyone knows. Close this my is my trick. Eyes, Who's looking at me? I, I was looking at you because it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck <laughs> this. I don't care. It's you. <laughs> I close my eyes. I'll admit it. That's, this is a tip for all the guys out there who are trying to look manly when they're watching something. They don't like get like jump scared. Just watch right below the screen because you have peripheral vision. You know when it's over with, but then you can be like, yeah, I didn't jump. It's cool. You know, I got this. <laughs> I close my eyes. I don't care. Zero fucks given. <laughs> so, how was everyone's weeks besides Age of Ultron, which we'll get into later? Um, I 
actually have been doing really well with my shovel knight practice. It's true. Recently, it's been getting a lot smoother, which has been really nice. I still haven't learned the entire route. So yeah, I still have more okay. work to do. Still more. Um, that's all right. But I'm more consistent in the first section. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty much there. I think. Cool. Except you know now it's going to be like. You know, really improving things even further. I, I participated in and won a truly horrifying Paper Mario race. It's true. <laughs> it was actually but the race from hell. You won by default. I won because everybody else quit because ah, they were or less. Attrition. Yeah, basically, they were less determined than me. Right. It, it featured in this run was my Wii freezing. Literally, just froze. <sighs> you soft locked? No. Just froze. The Wii froze. Nice. I've All soft locked right. the game before. This was not that. I literally the reset button didn't work. I had to I had to power it off. I had to Ooh. smother my Wii. <laughs> that alone lost. It's okay. It's okay. What? No. You didn't. I, th- okay. I thought you I was going to pull the plug on it. No, I All just right. had to shut it off. So that alone lost like twenty minutes. So, and yet it was still a shorter run. By 45 minutes than my first PB, and I don't know how. Are you sub 4:30 yet? No. Okay. I might. I. I. I'm. I had a run. If you had taken that 20 minutes out, would you have been sub 4:30? No. Okay. I, I messed up a lot of other places. Okay. I had a run that was gonna be sub 4:30 and was maybe like low 420s. I was there for that. Um, and I just like tossed that one. Yeah, uh, the pretty, Bowser fight kind of screwed pretty you. Pretty hard. Yeah, it's. I, I'll, I'll come back better. I'm practicing. Um, I did. Like three and three quarters chapters twice because I'm just doing chapter practices. Mm. I did those in like three hours. Yeah, um, I, I had a lot of fun in practicing my stuff. I was practicing. There were a lot of guys from the Shovel Knight community in chat. Yeah, I, I made. Did I talk about this? Last I think week? so. The skip that you made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got. I that. talked about it last week. I was like, I'm still happy. And that's getting better, right? It is. I know that it's you more were, consistent. Yeah, I'm. So the the two beetle skips in. The Lost City level. And the first one, I am most of the time getting now. Mm-hmm. The setup into it, I'm missing. But yeah. I, I can still... It's whatever. I'll it's save whatever. time. I can be cautious on that part. Yeah. And then the second one, yeah. It's, it's cool. slightly more consistent. I got my first package for my Millennium Falcon. You did. Only one of... How many more? 100 to total. It's 25 months. So, Yeah. One, Have you actually one a month. built any of it? Yeah. 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 I mean, the, 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 the day I got it. So, somehow, it looks nothing like... Oh, yeah. It looks exactly like it, actually. It's really cool. Um, Wait. But how much of it is there? How could there be enough Oh, I thought detail? you meant from the picture that they show you. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm sure that it looks fine, assuming you followed, you know, insert peg A into slot It's B mostly screws and, and metal framing and right, stuff like that. Yeah. Ikea this shit. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, no. This is... Ikea doesn't have any screwdriver stuff, usually. This came with a free screwdriver. No, it definitely has screwdrivers. And Ikea, yeah, it's Ikea, all... Ikea it, has... I, I have... My whole house is Ikea. It's mostly not screwdrivers. I had to buy a screwdriver. <laughs> I was going to say, my desk needed a screwdriver, I think. Like, 90% of everything is dowel rods. Or dowel rods or, uh, rat, or what do you call it? Uh, shoot, I just forgot its name. Give me a second. Nope, it's not coming to me. All what right, second do? is gone. What? What does it do? It's like a screwdriver, but it's... An Allen wrench? Allen wrench, thanks for... Allen wrench. Yeah, no, but there are Allen ones wrench. that you actually have to, like, lock into place. I was going to say, for the, uh, I think for the stuff that isn't, like, shelving, yeah. uh, you, you need... Like my desk needed. Yeah, speaker. believe it or not, the desk I just got from IKEA didn't even use mostly like most desks. You have to screw some stuff in at the yeah. bottom. Yeah, this one it was this weird tension thing where you put a 
plastic peg on one side and then on the other side it like expands and like grips against the wood that's weird so when you like push it down onto it so you have to like use all your weight to push it down and then something like just opens up this thing where it grips the wood oh i think i know what you're talking about yeah Interesting. But anyway, yeah. So I got the first package. It was fun. No, you can't take the thing apart. Like it's it's a it's over. (laughs) (laughs) It's built. Uh, So built it. It was cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't wait for next month now. Literally every single month for from now until the end. Until the coolest thing it came with though was the blueprint, which is uh, the actual size of what it's going to be. So you like lay that blueprint out, and it like covers so much space you're just like holy <laughs> crap this is gonna be huge how how does liz feel Oops. about this have we actually like conversed with her about it yeah yeah she was totally on board first of all i'm using my own like i i put aside right. fun money every month like, yeah this is my money for fun so yeah I'm using, this is your discretionary income yes i'm using that money towards this oh guess what i discovered huh so i set up the the twitch donation thing with right. a separate email mm. and i totally discovered that i hadn't been routing that into like my own funds properly so i went and i checked it and i was like oh that's all of that yeah yeah that's been sitting there i i use <laughs> it's like a piggy bank yeah no i went ooh, and so then i threw money at someone last night and i was happy <laughs> i was like i have all this stuff right i i usually use that to pay for things for the stream because well, that's, it's just that, all that, sitting in a paypal that's account. what i set it aside for i just realized that i'd been like using i'd been basically working under the assumption that i had it even though i didn't so effectively i've already like done things for the stream so now i just have things right cool yeah and paypal is nice because i can use it to pay for a lot of stuff yeah like, a lot of I've, stuff anymore is like paypal or credit card steam yep. is even taking paypal now yeah. so it makes it all i easier. bought uh crypto the necrodancer with, oh yeah, game with of that. Yep, it's that dancing. It's uh, a rhythm based. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's initially difficult. It, it is masochistic. It is really <laughs> mean. There are only four levels. Each level has three stages and a boss. Right. And I have made it to the final level. Okay. And I have made it to the final boss. Okay. But I lost. That sucks. Because I didn't. I wasn't thinking. It's a chess game almost. Oh, that's and I got taken up by knights. Oh, boy. Knights are bastards. They do do that funny jumpy thingy. They do the Tetris. Yeah, they do the funny jumpy thingy. Yeah, yeah, you know. Everything moves in in straight lines or diagonals except the the knight that does the funny jumpy thingy. And then the the kings when you're castling. They do that weird thing. (laughs) Thanks for that clap along, Josh. You are welcome. He tries. Yeah, he does. All right, let's hop into it for the week. Okay. Okay. Begin. Oh, it's me? I thought it was I thought me. we were talking with him. Yeah, sorry. Begin. Okay. There we go. <laughs> like, point the wrong person. T- t- for those of you listening along, he first gestured at me. It's true. And then Josh. I even have my list in front of me. Um, it's, it's, it's literally right here. It's like, Josh, thing. I, I think I started last week. You did. <laughs> mm. So everyone knows, uh, we're each going to only do one topic this week, and then we're going to save it till the end to talk about Age of Ultron, give our like review, D- our thoughts. Just so people aren't thrown off. You know, and also I, I, so everyone's you're warned. holding us to that schedule, <laughs> that usual regimented thing. The, the, the two, two, two. Uh, well, no, not the usual. Regiment. I'm just saying. Also, be uh, aware right. that we are going to talk about spoilers. That's why we're saving it to the spoilers. end. So if you don't want any spoilers, listen to the podcast until we get to all, Age of Ultron. Then you're good to go. We'll give you like a five second, you know, countdown, and then nothing. one, two, three, four. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh my god! And that go. thing. I that thing can't happened. Believe he died. <laughs> he did. <laughs> That's terrible. You just 
You both did. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't I say you anything. I'm moving on. I'm I moving didn't say on. who. Okay, so the topic I'm talking about this week is about what NBC is doing with a TV show they're coming out with here soon. It's called Aquarius. Not the age of Aquarius. No. David Duchovny. So Not the Zodiac. Also, <laughs> well, actually, it's about Charles Manson murders. It's a drama about oh, the, the Zodiac, Zodiac killer. killer. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. There you go. I don't drink soda. <laughs> I do. Yeah, but I encourage you, you owe not him to. his soda. You don't drink the soda. I'll I'll have you make coffee for me or something. Mm, coffee. You do not want to trust me with coffee. It's easy. You put water and then the grounds in the coffee maker. Okay. Watch me mess this up. If someone can mess up coffee. It's true. All right. I'm actually not it's bad well. at cooking when I have proper instructions and knowledge beforehand. It's true. You, you ever tell a program how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Nope. Do you know about this? It doesn't end well. So when when you are learning to program, the first thing you learn is how computers are very dumb because they only do exactly what you say. Right. So they tell you to try this. Try to tell a computer to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. And then you start typing it out and you realize how many damn steps are if you try to be very specific. Also, right. you can't code knowledge of consistency of peanut butter. <laughs> Also, what happens if when you're spreading the jelly, it fucks up the bread? You're screwed. Yes, there's variables like that, but the whole point is just that how many steps there are involved. First thing I learned how to do is say hello world. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the to make you feel good because you just actually programmed something. It's like yeah. it works, and it's like and now here's all, right. all this crap. You're like, oh crap. Anyway, uh, Aquarius. Aquarius. Uh, Aquarius is going to be unique because NBC is releasing the whole thing online on the day it premieres on their website so not through hulu not through netflix their but own, actually through their proprietary yes, their player which is shit it is but it's the first time a network has done this what also makes it unique is not only are they taking the netflix approach where it's all going to be online at once but they're also going to be releasing the tv show like normal weekly on their channel as seen on tv i actually think this is a really smart play on their part i got a feeling the show's going to bomb in ratings i don't i i, I don't we, think we will see i don't think that it is going to change the normal ratings that we would expect to see because most of the people that are going to binge on it and watch it online mm-hmm. are the cord cutters who wouldn't be contributing to their ratings anyway i think there's more people that watch stuff online have netflix and still have cable because a lot of people haven't made that jump. A lot of people I, have both. They have cable and they have Netflix. Yeah, I would agree with that. But at the same time, I don't think that... I, I think the people that go to the scheduled TV, mm-hmm. like the people who are religious TV watchers of a particular show, yeah, are still going to want to have that experience because it's what they're used to. Particularly if they have it programmed intelligently during the week. Yeah, we, we if it's only it. a good time. Like exactly. I, I forget what I know. It comes out May twenty eighth is when it's going to have its okay. like special two hour premiere, and that two hour premiere is going to be online that day, and all the rest of the episodes. I I really think it's a cool idea. I'm glad they're doing it. But it's a nice experiment. I and don't I, know if it's going to work for them. I don't think it's going to cannibalize the weekly audience as much as you think it's going to. Well, that and we also have to keep in mind that the only way you get access to their their vod site like their videos on demand right. is if you have that channel to begin with through oh, your okay. cable i think That's you have to actually be linked through their uh their cable like okay yeah through that. so yeah. you technically wouldn't be able to have access to it unless you were a cable subscriber yeah i, I just mm-hmm. i don't think it's gonna we'll see 
I, uh, obviously, yeah. they've done the research, or else they wouldn't be doing this. So I, I think that they think that that it's not going to cannibalize as much. Yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's a good show because I will have access to it all at once. So I'll be excited <laughs> to watch it. Yeah, do you think you would binge on it like you have? That's another shows? interesting thing, actually. I totally forgot about this part. They are making two different cuts of the show. Oh. So the one that you're watching online is going to have a little bit more in it, including probably harsher language. It's going to be a essentially it's going to be almost like the unrated version of the show mm, okay. when you watch it on Makes tv sense. it's going to be more toned down like you would expect anything on network television to be um, so kind of comparing daredevil at netflix daredevil to if they had to you know, yeah cater exactly it to the there, there's going to be probably and this is a crime drama so there's probably going to be scenes of crime you Good. know that kind of stuff Good. although if anything goes okay on tv on network television it's Really gross crime scenes because that's a, that's Law and Order and CSI has taught us that. But sex, no, no. Yeah, exactly. In <laughs> fact, what are those boobs? No, cover them with some guts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. It, smear some blood over her because you can see too much skin. Yeah, <laughs> we need to this we need to mask this a little bit not more. Not normal, people. Not normal. <laughs> America is so backwards from the rest of the world when it comes to this stuff. Well, it's crazy. Mo- most of the rest of the world. Yeah, most of the rest of the world. Well, yeah. I'm also excited because this is David Duchovny, and that Duchovny. is Mulder from X Files. So we get to see his acting Do chops nowadays we... before the X Files well, show. I was about to say, when does the X Files show come out? Do Next year. Next year? Okay. Yeah. So. I believe it is. I don't think it's this year. I believe it's next year. No, but we've also seen Duchovny acting in other stuff. Californication. Uh, yeah, but I feel like Californication was kind of older now. Isn't it like almost five years old, ten years yeah, old? Yeah, but Ish. okay, he isn't that old. And... I'm just saying it's been a while since I've seen him, you know, do I, his thing. I, he, his skills have not diminished that much. Californication was a very good show. It was. I agree. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Mm-hmm. Also on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not on NBC VOD. Uh, no. Maybe not. <laughs> no, I would go with not. But uh, do you think more shows should do this? More channels should uh, take this approach. I don't know if more channels should do this. I think that they're going to. It, it's going to be tougher for them to fight it if this does well. I'm honestly still not sure if I like video. Uh, I like everything all coming at once. Mm. There's Why some, not? Okay, so like. We'll take right now with Game of Thrones. This whole, like, every week Game of Thrones comes out, every Sunday, I'm getting excited for it. I watch it live, and then, like, I participate in the zeitgeist that is, like, social media with that show. Like, just talking about my, you know, friends who watch it as well. That's cool. With, and that's hard to do if it all it's comes really out It's really hard to do. Like, I try to do it with Daredevil, and you would always run to this, be like, how far are you into it? Yeah. No, And oh, you're like, oh, I can't. Let me know when you see episode five. I was going to say, and then the conversation stops. Cause it's exactly. Like, then it's like, you know, a week later, like, hey, it's all episode five. I'm like, ah, I forget what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can kind of have a conversation. Yeah. You're like, all right, what? I remember I thought it was episode... cool. Do you remember that? Like, where did episode three end? Okay, yeah. I can... Oh, but no so spoilers. it's that weird, like, you know, it's yeah. almost like you're talking about seeing a movie instead of seeing a TV show, mm-hmm. which that's two different types of conversations. Yeah. So uh, that guess, yeah. aspect of it, I, I kind of like the community feel of a show that comes out weekly. But with that said, Daredevil, like when you have a show that comes out all at once, you can edit it in a way that is meant for binge watching and it works How does really that well. work for people who don't binge watch something that's edited for It's harder to follow. Yeah. Like, if you're... It, you can make the plot more detailed and more intricate because of the fact that it is being... It's literally that, going that's, from that's kind of how I felt about The Great Book of Amber because, like, it was so detailed that... And, uh, you know, I read 300 uh, pages. This is, like, 
a, an amalgamated thousand page book or something yeah read like a it's, third it's of it's it. a whole series actually yeah. if you haven't read the amber series i highly recommend yeah John. great I book of amber really no, this like isn't it. the amber spyglass roger lasney okay. is the author who um, did it it's a 10 book nine book something like uh, that something like that and it takes place featuring two main protagonists mm-hmm. uh, gentleman named corwin and then later his son right and it is they're these basically dimension traveling royals yeah Ooh. it's it's, it's fairly fun. cool it's but really if, if you read a lot of it and then put it down for a bit and then try to come back you kind of go you get so fucking confused. i've forgotten everything and i had to end up starting over yeah, yeah that's why i never finished uh Stephen King's Dark Tower series. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He had that long pause, like five years or even longer, I think, uh, in between mm-hmm. two books. And I was like, Psh, I don't he, he was actually thinking anything. of rewriting a lot of them. You like, should have after, because after I didn't the read first the rest. One. Well, that's the thing is he after he finished and like from the first one on, he's like, eh, I kind of want to rewrite this a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's my topic. I just thought it was really interesting. I, I we should visit this again after. It's been out say, for a while, to come yeah. out and, and then, see what uh, what happened yeah. to it. Uh, I, I'm gonna hop into my topic, and while I start, I'm oh, I, have... I go from you thinking I'm first to me going last. Yes, yeah. okay. You have a topic this week. Thanks, <laughs> Josh. Since you are always connected via your iPad, yes, I'm gonna have you go to the Kickstarter page and give me an update on the total. Uh, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's because like, what do you want? Oh, it's like I a, see. That thing Got you it. were talking about. So what I'm going to talk about, and I actually posted it in the uh, Facebook page for Geek Out Nerd Rage, um, and it is that the guys from Platonic Games, mm-hmm. who are ex-Rare employees, Rare being the game-making company. <laughs> I was going to say, some are uncommon, but few are rare. That, 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 that. Have officially, as of the first of this month, May, uh, launched their Kickstarter campaign for their new 3D platformer, their spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie, entitled Ukulele. Which, also for people with who hyphen. don't know, why that? Why is that clever? Uh, well, Ukulele is okay. Spelled people can't Y-O-O. figure out. Well, that. well no, no, no. <laughs> no some people it's, might not it's, know. It's right. again a two-character name um, title. Mm-hmm. Two different characters. One is Yuka, Y O O K A, and the other is Lely. L A Y. To be fair, it's one instrument, not two now. It is. Instead of Banjo Kazooie, yes, it is exactly so. Um, but in, I, I think it was 40 minutes, the initial 40 minutes that this Kickstarter was up, they hit their initial goal of 175,000 pounds. Say they're British. Yes, yes, they are British. They are going to do it proper. Proper in pounds. As of right now, this is Wednesday at 6.20 in the evening, so about a week later. EST. The total is... 1,416,690... Yeah, so about... Uh, 417,000. 1,4 million pounds. Yes. Which is insanity. That is... It's a decent amount of money. It's a decent amount of money. Although, Although, when you think about, like... How much money goes into some of the AAA titles? That's not even a drop in the bucket. It's it's not, but at the uh, same time, that's from forty three thousand or or so contributors. Oh sure, yeah, no, it's, it's funded eight hundred and nine percent. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much it got funded. Yeah, because yeah, they and weren't it's still asking going. for much. It's still no. going for another forty one days. I was yeah. gonna say they. This hit, is the, the beginning. The, their final stretch goal was a million, and they've they very that. clearly gotten that. So they have they, they yeah. had to begin the, the the butt pulling where they're like okay what do we do now so 
ukulele is something that a lot of people are really excited about. Mm. The guys from Playtonic came out a couple... We talked about it a little bit um, on a previous episode. They came out saying that they are developing a new game. I was going to say, yeah. yes. go, go Project you Ukulele. I'm really super excited for this. I am, because I, I, was, I was excited because... It was the guys who had made two of the most iconic games of my childhood. Right, yeah, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. Right. Not uh, Nuts and Bolts, because that was, bolts. that was like different people, I think. They, they had a completely some. different genre, it, 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 if you ask me. It, it, it was more yeah, of a car builder thing. Not yeah. the same That was thing. after Microsoft had bought Rare. Right. And had made a Microsoft Studios extension yeah, that was we don't talk about that so <laughs> these guys game, it was, was it different. yeah, yeah it, was it was it was decent it was really fun just if you were if looking you, for a banjo kazooie game that it was not, not, that. not so you much. had to approach it with the idea that it was not a banjo kazooie game and rather a car building racing game it, it, it actually reminds me a lot of kerbal space program because it was like hey you build your own things mm-hmm. and then you see actually, if the physics works since that since that when you know 1.0 live i have i haven't been able to play that i need to get into oh, I that oh i forgot that was news about that too this week yeah <laughs> well yeah oh yeah yeah kerbal space program well it was last it was last week i think last monday yeah um when and I, we might have mentioned it during the podcast but, but anyway anyway yeah <laughs> so we digress um, we do yuka and Laylee are going to be a chameleon and bat Yuka yes. is a green chameleon, and Laylee is the bat that is riding on his head. That um, they are not diverging too far no, from no. the original they source not, material. Though they are obviously kind of playing to the natural characteristics of those animals. Oh, certainly. Certain things like you're going to be able to use um, Yuka's tongue like a grappling hook. Which yeah. is the like lizard. Swing th- yeah, swing through the air as the chameleon. Um, Laylee is going to have the the same kind of flutter mechanic that mm. Kazooie had, but there's also going to be sonar involved. I was going to say, th- gonna and be... they've changed up, like, going, m- traveling quickly is, is like, you um, rolling. On, yeah, like, Yuka kind of curls rolling. up into a ball and rolls. So that's and... different than the, yeah. the like, it, it's different mechanics. And, and, it, and it looks adorable. It does. It looks really cool. It looks so cute. I don't know if I admitted this last time we talked about this. You've never played them. Never played them. Yeah. Uh, although, they also made Donkey Kong Country, and they did. I love the crap out of Donkey Kong I was going to say, I haven't played that, so... So, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. You, you come at it from different angles, and yeah, I Donkey think Kong it comes Country was about the awesome. same place. Yeah. So, it's going to be five distinct worlds that are going to be in this game, and... One of the things that a lot of people is re- are really excited about is they're actually getting Grant Kirkhope, who is the original composer for Banjo Kazooie, yes, to come back and compose you know tracks for this game as well. And it shows, and it definitely it shows. There are a couple of tracks that they have for demonstration up on the Kickstarter page, and yeah, it sounds one of them could have just been pulled from the first yeah. two games very easily, and the other you two can tell are they remastered the... them. They made them new. Oh yeah, like, no. they sound really crisp. But then and nice. the, the other ones are yeah, the other ones were. You know, MIDI, Midis, 64-bit yeah. MIDI tracks. Which and there it, is it some charm to that. Yeah, but, there is, but um, these definitely sound more I was say, I've been playing, and I'm just sort of like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Yeah, and the current stretch goal, which is one and a half million, so they're going to they're gonna hit it, oh, yeah, in probably. my mind, um, is a fully orchestrated score, which Ooh. I would love. That is I would really love cool. To I mean, it. especially you, of all people, yeah, this oh, is right yeah. down your alley. And one of the great perks that they have is... In between the twenty pound and the thirty pound perk, mm-hmm. that ten pounds more, you get the digital uh, art book for the game, and you get the soundtrack. Cool. And so the way that I'm thinking about it is, okay, I would pay. This is a uh, if we translate it to dollars, uh, I would you know be paying thirty to forty dollars for this game anyway, probably. probably, and maybe more. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that I'm gonna get all this extra stuff on top of that, you know, I'm basically paying another. 
let's say I would pay $30 for it. I'm paying another third of that to get the art book and the music. Mm-hmm. So I think it is easily justified to go for that level, and I feel like that's one of the more popular ones, actually. I'm thinking about going towards the $20 one, because, I, I mean, I, like I said, I didn't grow up with this, so it's not as big of a deal right, to me. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But I do definitely think the game looks fun, and these type of games don't get made that often anymore. These, like, no, they really, really good 3D platformers. Well, and mm-hmm. if the world is as big as Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, uh, Donkey Kong Country, if, if it's, or Donkey Kong 64, rather, um, if, if the worlds are that big... These are going to be ridiculously good games just yeah. because yeah. you can put hours and hours and hours into these things. And the other thing that's going to be a lot of fun is you're going to get a, for those levels of contribution, you get a PC toy box, basically, mm-hmm. where you're going to get to not necessarily go through any of the actual levels, but you'll get to play with the mechanics. You'll get to play in like a giant sandbox, basically. It's essentially almost like a demo of the physics of the gameplay itself. Mm-hmm. Exactly, which is going to be fun. There's not going to be a ton of it. It's kind of like um, there was a kid who did the uh, like proof of concept of Super Mario 64 with modern graphics. Oh, that, yeah. He did the opening level of Super Mario 64 not a ton of gameplay in it. There was really just collect coins, but you know, it's still a cool proof of yeah. concept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're going to see here is proof of concept, basic playing. You know, basic speaking abilities. of that, uh, I don't know if you mentioned the other stretch goal that they met was uh, the what it's going to come out on the simultaneous release. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that was the that initial. Was their as well. Yeah, their million dollar or million pound or, mark. Right. Yeah, uh, was a simultaneous release across all platforms. That means all current. Uh, computer operating systems and all the current consoles Mm -hmm. so that's impressive the fact that yeah they're doing windows they're doing mac they're doing they're doing linux Linux. Linux. and yes mac linux would you know mention that they're kind of similar but it's still like you almost never hear about linux getting that kind of attention and it's going to be a steam game as well so that's kind of nice that you can actually get on steam because and you get to at a certain level you get to choose if you go for the steam code or if you go for a console code yeah. So that'll be nice to have that kind of versatility as well. So you can make that decision when mm-hmm. time comes. So I'm very excited for it, and I'm going to keep my eye on it. I'm glad the Kickstarter's cool. up. People should go check it out if you like you know, old school games. Yeah, if you enjoyed Banjo-Kazooie, charm, this is great. go yeah. for it. I, I'm happy to see a, re, a the, kind the, of a rumor. The collect hunt. hunt. Yes. Or, or, or the treasure hunt. Yeah. The treasure hunt. And it just I'm, looks like I'm fun, freaking like done. goofy, fun game. All right. Anyway, okay, so... Finishing up. Rob, Rob pointed this out to me. I, I actually hadn't seen it, yeah. so I'm kind of happy he did. Um, there's a new Tony Hawk game coming out, and it's not, you know... Downhill the, Skater wh- yeah, whatever. or Wasteland or... or some, uh, underground like... and Underground 2 weren't bad. I, I played those. Mm. They were all right, but they were, they were departures from the sort of original arcade challenge. Man, those games are fun. I was going to say... Tony Hawk Pro Skater oh, and Pro man. Skater 2, I spent yeah. so much time playing. Uh, unlocking was, like, the Spider-Man outfit? And, yeah, like, dude. I was two? super dedicated to one. Um, I, I played it with an IV stint in my hand when I, when I broke my <laughs> knee. No, seriously, the, the night that I broke my knee, I was like, okay, I want to go home before the surgery because, you know, I'm like 11 and yeah. I just want to spend the night at home. But they, you know, they kept the IV stint in my hand. So I the N64 controller if you think about how awkward that is. Mm-hmm. So my right hand, you know, all those buttons <laughs> with the IV thing, and it's just like, I did it anyway. Didn't care. And the way Tony Hawk works, I bet you you still were able to land, like, ridiculous, like, I just did seven backflips. I'm not sure. I was on a lot of pain meds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
loved those games yeah. so much. So yeah, this is going to be... And had so much fun This is going to be Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. So it's literally the, 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 the last numbered one was 4 and... When did that come out? Years ago. It's been Josh, a while. to the internet. To the internet. <laughs> Why am I only one with the internet? <laughs> because you're, you're... You're considerate? Yes. Anyway, so yeah, it, it's been a while since 4 came out. You know um, that for being on the internet. Jesus. I, I actually recently, for giggles, I found the disc for two. Did you get it to run? It runs, yeah. It's just, you can't, um, there's some things you can't change about it. Uh, I don't remember exactly what I I managed fix, to get Star Wars Dark Forces to run on my computer. That's pretty legit. That's it, old. It looks like a postage stamp. Oh, no, I'm sure it does. Well, that's the thing is... <laughs> it's uh, like 360p. Uh, Pro, Pro Skater 2 is... This is hilarious. Yeah. I didn't realize how much like crap there was after Part Four. So, uh, Pro Skater Four came out in two thousand and two. Okay, so it has been between those legitimately games, thirteen years. years. I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize I was that. This is the great part though. So there's Underground, yep. Underground Two, American Wasteland, Project Eight, Proving Grounds. Oh, and then a whole bunch of spinoffs. Well, like Downhill Jam. Downhill uh, Jam was uh, for the American Wii. Skateland, Downhill Jam, Motion Ride, Shred, Shred Session. Uh, wow, I stopped. Making motion it. was awful apparently yeah. that was the one that was for the playstation 3 that you had the actual skateboard i yeah. thought that was actually the xbox uh no because i remember that my friend got it with his ps3 what's yeah. the one that where you uh, oh this was it was on both platforms i worked that game stopped when this came out you had the skateboard itself okay so it was on both yeah it was yeah, a multi-platform yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. i i was seeing the xbox this was right before or right during the whole we uh fit phase mm. so mm, it's like look board. you stand on a board it's like yeah. this is a really big design thing this would have been like if so ssx bad. tricky had you on a like a snowboard or something right oh anyway really bad back yeah. to the game so we're, we're we're pleased that this is at least on the surface a return to what we would call the the classic tony hawk formula the the issues with it possibly um are that it's it's not never soft well, Neversoft doesn't exist I was anymore. Neversoft right. went under. Neversoft yeah. is gone. There is a f- video of them burning the... Uh, oh, the, the, the eye. The eye. The, yeah. the effigy. Yeah. So, it, so it, it. it's still Tony Hawk. Like He's endorsing this. He's on board. It's Activision and a company called Robomoto. And I don't know anything about them, really. Robomoto. Um, Modo. 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 So that, that's Hello, who's involved Modo. with this. Um, Which, I mean, I, I have some bad news. For you about Robo Moto. Yeah, I They're looked not around. That good. I looked around and there was some. They're the ones that made Tony Hawk Ride, Tony Hawk Shred, Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD, yeah. which actually HD wasn't bad. It was just a remake yeah, of the I was going to say, bad. to be fair, it's hard to make it bad if you're just making the graphics better. Exactly. And then they have a bunch of games I've never heard of. Yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of iffy. Budge. We're not sure about that. Um, but, you know, we're cautiously hoping. optimistic. They're, yeah. br- they're, they're bringing back. A lot of skaters that are apparently mo- like current, but I haven't really heard of. Um, I don't. I don't. Tony's gonna be in it. I don't really understand how that works. Cause well, because I, logic. I mean, Tony. Like, I, I, I don't even know if like it, it, how old is Tony? he's got to be like fifties. No, he's not that old. He he. When you think about where he was when we started playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I guess he was he, probably he, in his twenties. I guess you're right. He so must he's have. probably like mid thirty, mid to late thirties, I'd say. Um, he's forty six. Oh wow! Boosh. All right, cool. So it was off by ten years. He uh, also uh, just so you know that game that we were just uh, ripping on mm. uh, the one with the board that oh, was he, called he, Tony Hawk Shred. He, he and was uh, endorsing that pretty hard. 
mo and they're the ones that made that. These yeah. guys did. Ooh. Yeah. But we'll see. Robo-Modo. Um they but they've got um Riley Hawk who is his son and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Andrew Reynolds who I believe I didn't check but I believe that's Burt Reynolds' son as well. Really? Yeah, so Wait, wait, like the Burt Reynolds like Z. big hat it's funny. <laughs> no, that's no. Well, that is That is Burt Reynolds, no, no, but no. it's that's uh McDonald uh Norm McDonald Norm. making fun Norm. of Burt oh, okay. Reynolds. Norm McDonald making fun I, of I believe Burt so. Yes. I yes. believe so. I was okay. just watching a bunch of Norm videos. Well, I mean, Burt, Burt Reynolds is a good skater, so. No, 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 no. Wait, I'm We're talking about different people. people. I'm We're talking about, about the totally actor. different people. We're t- yeah. We are thinking about different okay. people. Because <laughs> there's the Burt Reynolds, the skater. Okay. I did okay. not know this. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Let me I, I just I just wanted him to be the actor Let, Burt Reynolds. Andrew Reynolds is Andrew who you're Reynolds. thinking of. Andrew Reynolds. No, Andrew Reynolds is the oh, kid. Uh, that's a kid. I didn't know there was a Burt Reynolds. I think there is. I don't think Why am is. I thinking about that then? Because, because Burt Reynolds actor. is an actor. But why would I connect that with skating at all? I don't know. Because you're on crack. Yeah. Um, crack is whack, yo. Uh, don't do it. I'm killing time while yeah, there. There's nothing in here. All right. I'm, I'm just thinking... Wait, 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 wait. Has explained the perception of Reynolds. Nope, nope, there isn't. Nope, this guy is not related to anyone. All right, no, Andrew Reynolds is older than yes. probably. Yeah, I do remember Andrew Reynolds as a skater in older mm-hmm. games. I remember, like, Rune Glyphberg, uh Bucky, Tony Hawk, Bucky Lassick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that whole, like, old guard. Man, in... the X Games are fantastic. Yeah, dude. Good times. <laughs> you know what else is fantastic? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The spoilers that we're about to have. Okay, All so let's the do the, you know, this typical, hey guys, we're going to talk about Age of Ultron. Don't say, don't don't stay if you haven't seen it. All the spoilers are about to happen here boom, on boom. the podcast. And not only are we going to be spoiling Age of Ultron, but we're also probably going to spoil a lot of the earlier Marvel Universe movies since they're so tied together. It's true. So if you haven't so... seen any of those that and you care... Which, if you care, you probably have seen them already. Just be warned. It's obvious. Yes, it is. All right. So. What'd you think? Wait, wait. Let's start here. Okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Josh. Up. True. I agree with that. I give it a thumbs up as well. Okay. I really enjoyed it. There's caveats, but it's a thumbs up. I was going to say, yeah. Higher, more, or less than the first Avengers? I would say less. Less? Let me think about the first Avengers. There was the skies in the sky that came down. No, yeah, I know. I'm thinking about it. Mm, less. I would say less as well. Though, I would still rate it as probably one of my top five or six. I would say it's probably my top four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, very, very good. Very Not good. as good as the original. Yeah. It, but I don't think you can be as good as the original, but because of the fact that it was the first time we've ever seen well, this happen. Also, I think this one was more world building than the first one was. I agree. This one felt more connected to the rest of the Marvel U. Yeah. And I think that this was Joss Whedon being very tongue-in-cheek about his role within the Marvel Universe right now. Mm. Yes. So, let's not do the whole thing where we talk about, like, the plot of the movie, like, what happened in the movie, because everyone knows who's or listening. everybody yes. will know. So that's kind of boring. Yeah. Right. Uh, what were the, the big yeah. takeaways that I had from this movie, or the big takeaways that I think you guys would have had from this movie? So, it, the one thing that really got... You know, got your attention in the movie. What was that for you, Josh? Um, I would say the fact that they left things a lot less. So, if, if I was really expecting this to be almost like the Empire Strikes Back of Avengers, 
you wanted it to be a lot more open-ended at the end and a lot more nebulous as to where it was going to lead. That's yeah. where I thought there was, it was no going real to cliffhanger. Be. I mean, there was a little bit, but not really. Not, they kind of, they kind of, they, they did a good, like, they pretty much made this a standalone movie. Yeah, and they made this a point where it felt like they weren't trying to end it with tension like i thought yeah. they were going to like the, i expected this to lead into civil war uh, yeah. which is yeah. captain america's I, movie i, I, I took mm-hmm. the end as uh, it was basically a everyone's road. buddies and we're, they just kind of yeah. say we're ways. moving forward we're going our own way we solved the current problem now we can move on now the hulk can go be banner somewhere that was where... actually one thing i did really like was the fact that hulk his future right now is just like up in the air it's like what so the hell is going no on the hulk like we have no clue like he takes off in that space or not spaceship but in oh, the, the stealth uh, jet yeah the stealth jet and now the, Quin- the Quinjet that's, he's, he's isn't it called the Quinjet no that's no. Uh, that's X-Men. fantastic X-Men. oh okay I, I yeah, don't always remember X-Men. these things um, same universe sort of kind of not really yeah, Marvel just not right now <laughs> yeah the, the whole idea that the Hulk kind of went off on his own and apparently it's crash landed in Fiji yeah so that, that's Near my takeaway Fiji. is the fact that it ended a lot differently than I expected yeah. oh and that uh, the vision is freaking awesome yeah, yeah vision is very cool vision i i really enjoyed more than i thought i was going to if it wasn't for the vision i think i would be a lot more down on this movie oh, i think yeah. as soon as the vision hit the scene like when he came out of that you know cryogenic thing it was like boom the this sarcophagus is on. yeah this is awesome yeah <laughs> what was the big one for you i think that they were willing to kill quicksilver to be honest um actually with that uh, joss whedon has announced that he did film an alternate uh, version of the ending. Oh, yeah? Which has Quicksilver not dying. Ooh. And it might be in the Blu-ray release, which is going to be the, the extended, the extended edition. edition. Yes. So we could okay. still see, at least with that, Quicksilver alive, something, but the official... Instead, yeah, something to yeah. keep in mind with Quicksilver is they kind of alluded to it in the, in the movie, is he has a higher... Have you guys watched The yep. Flash at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got, okay, he, the he's same got thing, metabolism, metabolism, so he heals a lot faster. Right. So even though he got riddled with bullets, eh, maybe with his metabolism and some other, you know, general skin grafting that they have technology for in the movie because of the fact that they made a vision with it, they could possibly, you know, maybe patch him back. Him. That, that's a fair point. Now, that being said, the rock did blow up with him still on it. No, no, it did not. They got his body. There's the scene oh, they did. They got the his body. You're where, right. You're right. Uh, yeah. Nope, you're Hawkeye right. Hawkeye and yeah. him are laying there. That's my bad. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about so that. So he did not blow up. So they definitely left it wide open. Yep, yeah. forgot what about it. What is weird is the fact that if he did heal back up to good, why wasn't he hanging out with the rest of the new Avengers at the very end? I mean, end? The, it, my thought on it was you can't, it's like you can't shock a flat line. Like, yeah. you can't, yes. Unless you're watching any hospital TV show whichever in the basically world. you can't meta- <laughs> you can't metabolize a flat line no that makes uh-huh. sense right. and, and that's my thought of it I actually thought you know for for a little while that they were going to kill Hawkeye and I was going to be pissed about it because it would have been a huge like foreshadowing thing yeah the fact yeah. that they foreshadowed it so much I, I'm, I'm they glad. did it so much I was like there's no way they're going to kill him well that's what I mean is that's yeah. why I was like okay but that's why he was like lying on the bench I thought they were going to kill him I was like wait a minute is like you're going to die here? yeah like they both just die there lying there <laughs> yeah I was like Jesus that's a little <laughs> that's, that's grim that's... The... now that's the Empire Strikes Back ending yeah I was like expecting. dang <laughs> the, the big takeaway for me is that Joss Whedon made it a point in this movie to give the characters that didn't necessarily get as much of a role in the previous one a mm-hmm. lot more prominence. I was say, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, Hawkeye became had a ton a of character. prominence. He, he suddenly became like the most important person. Yeah, 
pretty he, much. He was the father figure of the group. They did a great job yeah. of even having him question his role in the in the group and making it clear that he does have one. And he has... I thought his wife was great. Yes, his wife was fantastic. <laughs> for, for all that she didn't do a whole lot, she, no, was, she was still a, tiny part. a very good grounding yeah, presence. And I think there was smart casting her. I forget her real name now, but she was in Freaks and Geeks. I don't know if mm. you guys ever watched that, but yep. that's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. seminal, like, you know, in nerd culture, like that show means a lot. Mm-hmm. So having her be his wife kind of, I felt like was a good way for nerd cred. Leading yeah. to get this character to be liked instantly. Yeah. Be yeah. Like, no, oh, it was cred. very, that's very intelligent cool. casting. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And I, I, I did like the writing for a lot of it, though at times I feel like it became a little bit cliched, where it was big serious moment, joke, big serious uh, uh, moment, big serious yeah, moment, a little bit. and then Ultron says something kind of funny. I feel like that's something that has to happen in these because of the fact that there are so many cast members I yeah, that agree, you but can't it was, expect it to be too to, to be fair, I also loved how how they did Ultron. Just Ultron like, was his fantastic. dialogue was pretty much universally fantastic yeah i I think they did overall a great job with the writing of it it Mm -hmm. was very joss whedon his interaction with the twins i think was part you know some of the best parts of the movie just like him talking the twins were really surprising to me i I was not expecting them to be as engaging as characters as they were Mm -hmm. i thought that the scarlet witch was great though they didn't give her as much i think we're gonna see a lot more from her yeah we don't Quicksilver definitely was overshadowing her and i think mm-hmm. that was the point of the character yeah he was the older brother who by 12 was, minutes by 12 <laughs> minutes um he, and the fact that he died definitely gave a lot more weight because he was that bigger presence and it allowed scarlet witch to step out from her brother's shadow yeah and become her own person so i think that was very important and they did a great job with it mm-hmm. uh, yeah petra uh, maximoff that was his yes. name yes. Yes. he, he just started to become likable and i kind of felt like if they did kill him off like if he is actually dead in the marvel u it was it didn't do what colson did in the first movie it wasn't supposed to though colson yeah right my point is that by killing him off before we even got a chance to like him it felt pointless to me like well who cares no but it wasn't supposed to be colson level of getting the team to come together that was the point i don't think that what what that's what he's saying though it's like no we killed someone that the right that the 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 viewers don't know the audience isn't supposed to care as much right so what's the point of killing him then to give it to the character of his sister the sister character scarlet witch is supposed to care more and because she has such an investment in it, that's what matters. It's not supposed to be as devastating for the audience so, or for the Avengers. So we have more caring for the sister. Yes, because we which makes care. sense. I, I guess that, I, yeah, completely no, okay. understand what you're that's, saying. That's fair. I just feel like that's a waste of a a very big character in the Marvel U. Yeah. To to pretty much use him as fodder for liking another character. To me, at least, I, I think was like yeah. well, she could have been established as a as a likable character, and they could have killed him even just without doing it the way they did. I don't know. I'm, I've mixed feelings on it. I'm not sure. Right, but then again, they're the people that wrote it, and they know more than we do. Well, that's, in my opinion, that's a well, I mean, that's a big we, we, we have assumption. seen we have seen <laughs> characters as we say with Coulson, not necessarily. That's not at the I know choice of Joss Whedon. Yeah. Right, I know. Joss Whedon never wanted Coulson to come back. In fact, he felt like it was a big slap in the face of Avengers 1 that he did come back because it kind of ruins the whole moment that, in that, Avengers 1. That might also yeah. be why he had the separate ending. Is <laughs> because, I, it, yeah. because like, if if they, you know, choose to have Pietro survive later on, mm-hmm. 
And at, at least it was on sort of like Whedon's terms. Exactly. He's and like, you know what? I wrote that. It's there. It, it's a, I'm okay with it. It's not. I do something think I though that I'm even though I wanted the darker ending. I'm glad that Whedon got to leave the Marvel U on his own like style. Like he he's oh, yeah, not a definitely. person who makes these dark gritty movies. So the fact that he was able to make a very Whedon movie as the last one he's doing for the Marvel U, be like. Boom! This is it. Check it out. This is this is all we, me. I'm out. We have yeah. a flying truck, uh, a truck, a uh, uh, truck trailer. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, that, that was and hilarious. When was that happened, like, the entire theater was like, "That's awesome." Uh, oh, uh, something before we get off the sub- subject of um, Quicksilver. Mm. Do you guys realize who the actor is? He. Oh yeah, uh, he was the guy who played um, Kickass. Kickass. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that. My I mind saw was that. blown when I found yeah, out. I didn't, then, I didn't know that, actually. And then the guy oh. who played his friend was someone else, I think, was... Yeah, I can't remember that. I saw, but yeah, I saw that image. I was just like, Duh, what? Duh, what? I guess here's he's in good shape already. <laughs> here's something that's going to be completely separate, but apparently happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Trek Voyager. I know William oh, watched Tuvok. it. Oh, yeah. Tuvok, yeah. yeah. You've watched I, I, it? I saw yeah. that post. The, general, the gentleman who played Tuvok, an gen- uh, actor named Tim Russ, I mm-hmm. want to say... What had a part in Spaceballs? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw this. He is yeah, yeah. the gentleman, the the Spaceball, who is on the desert planet when they're having to comb the desert. Who responds? We, we ain't found shit. And and that dichotomy is just great. the fact that he was in both Spaceballs it. and Star Trek. Yeah, is just fantastic. with the, we, and and Tuvok too. We ain't found shit. Like yeah, that's, I love that's it. great. How do you? Um, anyway, those are two completely different characters. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing that has come out, not necessarily related to uh, Ultron specifically, but mm. rather going forward with mm-hmm. the Marvel universe, is uh, for Civil War. They've been announcing some other people that have been cast. Oh, yes. Oh, um, right. And. Uh, one thing that I'm really excited about, and it was really fun for me because I actually just finished watching the latest season of Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 is that Martin Freeman is going to be an unannounced character? I was say, we don't we don't know who he's going to be, but Martin Freeman is going to be in. I I'm, love. I'm going to be Martin honest. Freeman. I can't imagine him as any of the like super powered protagonists. Oh, no. he's, uh, he better. I, I, I'm really hoping he is like a government person. That's what I mean. Like it would yeah. be kind of cool to see him like in a bumbling government role. I I I suppose, but I think there are definitely characters he could pull off. In the Marvel universe, I, I mean, he has the versatility. Certainly, I just, oh yeah, he could do pretty much anything. I would have to like look at the entire possible cast and be like, okay, yeah. and we, we just don't know how they're going to be approaching Civil War. But Civil War has the potential to have so many different characters in it mm-hmm. that there is easily someone that he could be. Along with that, yes, it is very easy that he could be a government official because the government is what's pushing for the Mutant Registration Act. Right. Yes. Um, he he could be the foil for um, oh what's the name of the of the of the character who's like the main mutant? Right? No, that that's in that's X Men. That's X Men. I'm, I'm mixing my metaphors. Yeah, yeah. Something to keep in mind also um, with the the future of the mm-hmm. Marvel U with Joss Whedon, as we mentioned, is going away. Is stepping away. Um, Avengers, uh, Secret War or not Secret War? What's the next one? Infinity coming War. Infinity War Part One and Part Two. Are going to be directed by the brothers that do that did Captain America uh, Winter Soldier, 
and which who I is enjoy. also we making were very Civil happy War and is also making Civil War. So they just have their hands in everything. Now. So they're kind of the new, you know, they're holding the reins of the game. like yeah. what Whedon was because Whedon was also not just Avengers, but he also like had his hand in all mm-hmm. the well, Phase One Two. I mean, I was very happy with Winter Soldier. He? So he was a producer type of role, like a creative producer. Like, oh, I didn't know he that. He didn't mm-hmm. actually direct any of those other movies, yeah, 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 but right. he yeah. essentially was of the Marvel U, the creative director at the time. Yeah, huh. for like the the way it was shaping up. I didn't know that. Um. So that's going to be interesting because that kind of makes Civil War almost like it's going to be a... Some people have been calling Avengers 2.5. I think of it as more as a prequel to Avengers 3. Yes, yeah. I would agree Because with of that. the fact that it's going to be directed by the same people that are making the Infinity Wars 1 yeah. and 2. Which are you more excited for, Civil War or Infinity War? I Honestly, uh, Civil War. Just because Civil War is a story I know and I, I really think they could nail it. And it yeah. has the potential to be... Infinity War is very nebulous and has a lot of uh, just Doctor Strange being Doctor I mean, Strange they're, they're going to be times. playing with literally, like, universal powers. Yes, which, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've always been more about the the gritty stories. Well, and that's what in I the mean. Marvel, is, or once in pretty much any once you story. scale the power set up to a certain extent, you kind of go... What? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like when it's you're blow, when you're blowing relatable. up planets or yeah. whatever. When you're when he you're... he uh, at one point Thanos in the Infinity War causes half of the population of the universe to cease to exist. I was gonna so say that's what I mean. It's like well, meh. like yeah, this, it, it, yeah, like how do you deal with that? Let's let's focus it back down to Ultron though. The, the one thing I did not like. Mm. Yeah. I really didn't like the design of Ultron's face. Oh, yeah. You went on you, about his yeah. mouth for a while. Oh, my God. So, metal <laughs> does not move like that. It does not. It metal does not, not look like skin. Yeah. Ultron's emotions in his face were so human, like, skin. Like, they didn't even try to make it look like it was, like, different pieces of metal moving. Like, they could have done it so much more realistically to make it look more like a machine instead of make it look like a... CG cartoon. I think it was fine. I think you're giving it, you know, the pass because it didn't bother you, but it really bothered me. I mean, that's the whole point, is that he's giving it a pass because it didn't bother him. Well, he <laughs> that, was willing the... to look past it, though. That's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, see, I, I thought it was fine just because it was, while it wasn't necessarily the only approach for it, it was one that worked to have him be mechanistic, yet still convey I the feel like anytime you can do something to make it look like it's a real thing, you should if it doesn't interfere with the character. And I don't think they... Mm. I think there was ways to do it where it still got the emotion across they needed to, but didn't make it look like a cartoon. Because I had a hard time feeling any emotion towards him as being evil when I was like, well, he's obviously not in the scene because he's like a freaking cartoon character. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just looks so cartoony that it took me out. It's the same thing in the first Wolverine movie when he pops oh. his claws and looks at him in the mirror and it looks like they're like literally drawings on the screen. Like, well, that... Is completely fake. Yep. So yeah. that was my one issue. I didn't mm. think everything else about him was cool, though. Like, James Spader knocked it out of the park with the voice. Absolutely. I loved Absolutely. his personality. Making him a mirror of Tony Stark was perfect. Like, hey, this oh. is Tony Stark if he didn't have morals. I lo- well, re- rewind. Tony Stark if he didn't think he had morals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just liked how they did the vision, like the vision's eyes. See, that was vision cool. is a character that looks real. Like, he didn't look like a person or CG, even though he looked inhuman almost mm-hmm. like they did a good job of making that character not the, look like yeah. a guy in a i'm suit. still not sure why they gave him a cape 
The because he oh, wanted one. Because he wanted one. Did you see him make it? Yeah, I saw him make it. I he saw just, him make his own cape. I was just he like, looks at thinking, Thor. And he he's looks like, at Thor well, exactly. I, 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 and I almost think that's like the yeah, the Asgardian thing going on. Yeah. it was cool. Yeah, he looked at Thor. He's like, capes are cool, and he made a cape like yeah. that. And yeah. he was born. That 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 actually ago, is kind so. of like child I was child whimsy. Exactly. Like every kid wants <laughs> a cape. Again. I was born yesterday. Uh, <laughs> him lifting the hammer. Can we just talk about that for a second? Yeah. The theater we were in, it blew up. It was pretty yeah. much like everyone's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I, I loved that moment. And we were talking about it afterwards, you know, how they could have done it with Captain America lifting it potentially. But Actually, I think the shifting of the hammer was I, I want to get one. into why can't Steve lift the hammer? Rogers? Yeah. Because he he's is, not worthy. He, but he is. No, but he's he, not. But But yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is. Why isn't he worthy? Like, what in his his personality is is not sufficient to lift? Here's the, the thing: I feel like, like especially what, what with the makes, way Captain America is, yeah. he's loyal to the human race. Okay, that that makes he sense. is very like I he's feel not like impartial. He's yeah, exactly. He's very partial to America, like essentially okay, to yeah. humanity, to, to that ideal. So, so, so you're right. basically saying and that Guardian Hammer would, and that's why Thor can lift because because when you look at it, when you look at how they behave. You kind of go. Thor is kind of a bro. He is, but yeah. he he is the defender of Asgard. But, but that's what and I the mean. Pure defender of the realm. I, I, and that's, that's why it's the kind idea of, of what Mjolnir is supposed to allow. So you figure, I mean, right. If it were imbued with magic, Thor would not be able to lift Captain America's shield. Right. Perhaps if it were the same. It, However, the same. what we're right. seeing here is that. And, and this was, I think, the best way to quickly and efficiently show that we should oh, that trust vision. vision. Yeah. Oh, and it was, was a killer it was scene. It was oh, so yeah. good. Boop. No one saw it coming. That was it's the just best like part here. about it. And it, it's smart. In it was directing. literally a throwaway. He yeah. threw the hammer at him. And it was smart in a direction sense, directing sense, because you had the whole scene at the very beginning of the show of them, or the movie, of them trying to lift the hammer. Yeah. So everyone in the audience now knows, if you're not a comic fan, you know, hey, only Thor can lift that. Well, and ele- it's elevators deal. can too. Well, that's later, but yes. <laughs> Elevator's not worthy. <laughs> so it, the setting up that scene and then having Vision lift up the hammer and hand it to Thor yeah. as if it was nothing, like yeah. that really made well, that, that scene That actually off. is kind of, if you look at it that way, to the Vision, it was nothing. Exactly. He's like, and and maybe the that's deal. the whole point. Is he, He's not trying to prove, oh, okay. He's not trying to prove anything. No. Thor, is, that, maybe that's it. You're not trying to prove <laughs> anything by lifting the hammer. I don't know. I, there's many layers that you can see in right. it, but Th- I do Thor think is Thor, it but... is really cool that they let that they let Vision have that moment because yeah. that yeah, could have been cool. easily given to Captain America later on in the movie. Sure, and it would have made sense and would have been okay. But I feel like giving Vision that moment really made Vision propel forward because he hasn't had enough time to get everyone to love him, right? Like yeah. the other characters have. So it was a really it, cool. It cemented way. him very quickly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it there because I'm melting. Yeah. If, <laughs> People don't know. Uh, it has become the season where our it's recording studio even, is now burning. It's up. It's not even super hot yet. It's, oh, it, but it's already. It was like high. it was like seventy at most today. Not but anyway. Even. The cedar box is becoming a sauna. Yeah, it's I'll just true. get some coals and some water, and we'll just <laughs> bake. Yes, we'll just be sitting around in bath. Bat thank towels. you for joining me for the for the episode this week, and thank you for joining me for, with the movie, guys. It was fun. Yeah, it was a lot it of fun. Was definitely a great time. And if you have a chance to go see it in 3D IMAX, I suggest it. I saw it a second time in 3D IMAX. It was awesome. Cool. Even endorsing the 3D. There you go. I know it was surprising. I thought it was good. Yeah. There you go. Thanks for playing, and mm-hmm. as always, GG. GG, guys. GG.